Hello and welcome to This Week at Charlestown Road. This is a branch of our Heaven Bound podcast. I'm Roger Schaus and with me we have a guest speaker today. We have Kenny Moore. Kenny's been doing our VBS this week and Kenny is a dear, dear friend that I've known for a long time and we're going to take this uh, episode of our Heaven Bound podcast and just spend a little bit of time talking about the idea of athletics and the Christian faith. Uh, Kenny is someone who I first met was playing college ball. Then he became a coach, and then he became an athletic director, and always impressed me by keeping his values and his faith. And in the world we live in today, that's something that's very important. I know a lot of our listeners have young people, and when you get them started in Little League and soccer and these different sports, uh, you often think about what's the next level in the high school sports, and then the possibility of playing college. And of course, the, the big dream for a lot of people would be going professional. But through all of this, we've got to remember our faith, and we've got to remember what that does for us and the choices we have to make with these things. And so, so Ken, to start with, uh, just give us a little background of you and your your career in sports and coaching, if you will. Sure. It's, it's great to be with you today, Roger. Um, you know, sports have been a big part of my life, all my life, really. I grew up in a small town in Arkansas and uh, um, played most of the, all the sports in high school and then was fortunate enough to play college basketball. And um, uh, then I began to coach on the collegiate level some and enjoyed that both the uh, coaching men's teams and women's teams and so it's been a big part of my life for a long time and uh, it's taught me a lot of lessons but it has challenged me uh, both as a player and coach to uh, to kind of balance my faith with with what happened in athletics and and uh uh, it's, it's taught me some things, and it's been a challenge in some areas as well. So in, in one way, since the days you were playing until um, today, there's been some changes in just the attitude and the atmosphere of sports, and what are some things that you notice? Well, I think the biggest thing that I notice, I mean, the games themselves haven't changed that much, uh, but the time requirement that is asked, uh, especially of younger players, you know, even before they get into high school, these youth sports are requiring or at least asking players and parents to commit to some time uh, issues that, in my personal judgment, just take up too much time. And, and as, as I say that, I, you know, my wife and I had to uh, help our children navigate their way through some of those, uh, those things as well. You know, when I was a kid, travel ball meant traveling across the street to the neighbor's house and and playing you know and my mom and dad knew where i was i'd play all day on saturday and uh, now travel ball means you travel across three states or fly across three states and and play for a whole weekend and of course as as a christian understands if you're if you're going and you're going to be gone over saturday and sunday you know at some point you've got to decide how to balance what you're doing with with your faith and I, I will tell you, I think that's that's hard for parents, but that's especially hard for a young person who is is really trying to establish his or her faith. I mean, they may be so young that they that's not even a decision they've even thought about. And and sports to a young person, and even maybe to an older person, but it means so much. And so when you're when you're asking them, you know what, 
we'll we'll do this, but when Sunday morning comes or when it's time to worship with God's people, we're going to have to make some decisions and some choices, and those are hard things. But the, the really the point to me answering the question this way is I think that's been one of the big differences as as when I played, and you know, of course now what fifty years later when. Uh, I see what's happening, and I do have a lot of parents um, from time to time will ask me, you know, how do you how do you juggle? How do you how do you handle that? And I just tell them, well, just keep your priorities. You know, if if the Lord is the priority, I don't think it's that hard. And if 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 your young your son or your daughter is playing in these on these different levels, then the people they're playing for need to know that up front. You know, when when the choice is going to have to be made. You you know ahead of time what's going to happen. And I think that's a key point. When it, by, by expressing it to the coaches ahead of time, hey, you know our faith is more important. This you know we'll be there. We'll do what we can. But but that's a key component of that. I know when I I used to play little league baseball a lot, and uh, you know the season's over. The season's over. But you know today, so many sports are year round, and they're they're just exhausting. I think as as what it commits to a parent. Just there's a lot of expense to it. There's a lot of time involved in that. I mean, I look at some parents, and it just look look like they've been on the practice field. Look like they're worn out. They're going yeah. from practice to game to practice, and mm-hmm. and and I think sometimes one of the one of the downsides of that is. We, we sometimes take away a child's childhood. We, we don't let them just play. We don't let them just be a kid sometimes. And, and the idea of driving them in sports, there's a cost to that. And I think that's something, again, parents got to weigh in their mind and, and consider some values to those things as, as they do that. Always keeping before us, of course, the faith that we have in the Lord. That's, that's for, foremost as we think about these things. Now, if, if you were going to talk to, a, let's say, a high school student, and let's say he's playing basketball or football, and you know he, he's thinking about going on, maybe going for the collegiate level, what would be some things you'd recommend to him? Well, just from a purely athletic standpoint, I would say this. Really evaluate carefully your talent level. Now, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this because this really doesn't have to do with faith. But since you ask, I'm going to throw yeah. this out there. You know, how good are you really? You know, don't listen to your dad as far as how good you are or your mother. They, they rarely can give you an objective viewpoint. First of all, you know, find out how good you really are. And if that's, if that's the level you want to compete at, so be it. But that's, that's not the priority. Again, the priority would be, uh, you know, find a place where you can play where there would be a strong church, a good church, a place where you can can express your faith and a place where, you know, you're not going to have to compromise something because, well, it's too far away to get to that church or, you know, I'll go when I can. It, it, typically what I have found when, when, when kids get to places like that, it, it generally doesn't go in a good direction. A lot of times it goes in a bad direction. You know, they wake up on Sunday and they're tired. Uh, they've had a long road trip or, or they have to be away. And so the big issue to me is, of, you know, find a place where you think that you can grow spiritually and where your athletic career can flourish, where you'll have a good time and, and you won't, again, you won't compromise. And, and sometimes you have to search. Sometimes you have to work a little harder for, to find those kinds of places. But that would be a strong recommendation. Find a place where you can both participate in the sports you love and you can participate in a local church where you can thrive and serve too. Kenny, you've been a coach and you've had a lot of coaches in your life. And we know coaches is more than just 
getting the kids to learn that sport. Uh, there's a lot of life mentoring taking place when you coach. And w- what are some lessons you've seen from a, from being a coach that really helps to mentor young men, young women about about life and things like that? Yeah, well, that's that's really why I stayed in it as long as I did. I, to to me, the own for me, basketball was the sport that I played and coached collegiately, and of course. You know, you have to deal with the things on the court. But, but the real value of that for a coach-player relationship is, is as you said, what you, what you learn, the values, the, the lessons you learn when you're not playing. So those are the things that I remember, uh, the bus rides, you know, the, uh, just the conversations that, that young people would want to have. And, and it's interesting to me, you know, the coach-player relationship, uh, most people who have participated in athletics, the coach is somebody they really look up to. And, and, and that's been – I think that's been very very gratifying for me. I still, you know, through social media, I still keep up with a lot of my players, and, you know, they still call me coach, and, and, and they still want my advice about certain things, and I appreciate that, and I want that. And uh, so we've built that relationship with them, and, yeah, we I tried to teach them things about basketball, and we talked about those things a lot, but, but – we, that's not what we talk about now. Now we talk about things that are, 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 are much more valuable in their own life. And, they, and they, again, they come to me occasionally. And, and I really like that. That's, that means the world to me. So from, from that perspective, uh, let's say one of our listeners out there is a, is a young parent and they're going to be coaching Little League or soccer or something like that. What, what advice would you give to that parent in the role of being a coach? Well, so hopefully their values are, are biblical values. I mean, that's the start. You know, you, you never, you're never going to compromise that. You're always going to treat people lovingly. Uh, you know, this, this is very practical. You're, certainly your language is going to be solid. It's not going to be vulgar. And, and, and you know, that's another thing. You know, and so many there, – there are a lot of people involved in sports and athletics whose language is not good. That, and that's not just players. That's coaches as well. So – that's just one area, but, but that's an area you can have an impact in. You know, you find a coach that doesn't use bad language, and you, you're probably going to ask, hey, what's the deal with you? You know, you're rare. So, so that's just one area, okay? But, again, it's not just the language you use. It's, it's the attention that you give to those players in areas other than the sport you're playing. Well, you know, there's going to be values uh, you're going to be teaching, you know, Sometimes I know some of the coaches I've had in the past. It's it's all about winning, and sometimes they cross that line of integrity and honesty just to win. And you know, at the end of the day, it's a game, it's a sport, yeah. and you know, going by the rules and and you know, t- uh, treating the the umpires and the referees with respect. That that that's all part of the life lessons that I think is very valuable at young ages that they need to learn and. And to appreciate that uh, this is a game and this is a fun game, but to understand there's more to it than winning, yeah. and I think a lot of people lose that there. Yeah, and it took me a little while to understand that there were there were times in my life, I, you know, when I was coaching, especially there would be certain games against opponents that I really wanted to beat, and we'd win those games, and the feeling that I had after those games would just be outstanding, and I think, man, this is man, this is going to last a long time. You know, I'd wake up the next morning, it was like, okay, another day, you know, it didn't really matter, and. And, and that kind of brought me back to, you know, what the wise men said in Ecclesiastes. He's talked about vanity of vanities, all is vanity. And, you know, that doesn't mean life is meaningless. I think sometimes we think that that, that means it's, it's meaningless. No, that's not the case. Sports, everything we do in life has meaning. 
But what that means, it's short-lived. It, 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 it doesn't last long. The, the feeling that you have after winning a big game or even losing a big game, th- those are emotions that all of us have, but neither of those last a long time. And, and so to your point, and I appreciate you saying that, yeah, winning and losing, it's, at the moment, it's really a good thing. But it doesn't last long either way. It doesn't last. It just doesn't. No. And, I mean, in our closet at home, we have three leather jackets that are hanging up there that, that our kids had won. High, nobody mm-hmm. past high school wears a leather. I don't think anybody wears leather jackets today. But, yeah. but you know, you, you, at the moment, it seems like the world. And you get the trophies. You get the ribbons. But after a period of time, they go in the box. They do. And what's more important is – the character you are and what you've learned from these things and the, and the type of person that you are. You know, there, there, are, there are a few references in our Bible, particularly the New Testament, about sports. Um, can you bring in those to our mind? or do you? Well, you know, Paul talks about life as a game, you know, and, and you, you've got to run the race. I mean, there, as you say, there are a lot of just metaphors that are used about that, and, and they're, not, they're not hard to understand. You know, we, we understand that, that, that life is a race. And, you know, he talks about boxing. and talk, there, there are several advantages. Of course, when the New Testament was written, you know, even the Olympic-type games were already in, in movement, you know, already going. So there are a lot of those statements made in Scripture. And, and I think they, they really paint the picture. You know, when those things are, are stated, it paints a picture that's pretty easy for us to understand. Yeah, and one of the things we learn from that is, you know, our faith, our journey with Jesus, it's not a sprint. It's not a 100-yard dash. Right, right. You know, a 100-yard dash is pretty short. And it's a marathon. And it's day in and day out, another day, another week, another month. And you got, you got to keep going and going with the Lord. And that that preparation. And, and so I think the parallels to the world of sports is powerful when we think about our walk with Jesus and how we, we compete for a prize, but we got to do it lawfully. And we can't you know, try to get things that, that, you know, is dishonest as we walk with Jesus. It's, it's, it's all those concepts that helps us as we think about our journey and our walk with the Lord and trying to do those things. What, what would be uh, a life lesson that, that you have learned from the world of sports? Uh, another good question. I think, uh, and this might be something that, that a parent can take or a child can take, um, you know, I'm really glad I, I played sports. I was involved with it. I'm glad my kids did. I'm, my kids played some travel ball. Uh, all three of my children played athletics in college. Uh, so I, that's a really positive thing. But here's what I would challenge and suggest that parents do. From the time your children are involved in sports, and, and, and that can now that can be very early, but from the time they're involved – you just have to continue to evaluate where their heart is. And I would suggest that as a parent, if, as your kids are involved and as you're involved in their lives, especially athletically, that you evaluate that each year. And, and if you see a priority moving away from the Lord or if you see something happening that makes you think, you know what, they're paying more attention to this than they are that, I think that's where you begin to kind of pull back a little bit. You know, so uh, my suggestion is, yeah, get them involved. Uh, it's it's not a matter of don't do it, because uh, there are there's way too many life lessons that are learned when you get them involved in sports that I think are outstanding. But just watch it, uh, and and if you see it going in a direction that 
you're you're unsatisfied with, then you've got to have that conversation, you know. And and don't don't get them so involved. You know, sometimes they get them involved. Parents get kids involved in so many things that that they just don't have time for the Lord. Both parent and and child. And and I think that's a that's a mistake that can be easily changed and easily watched if if parents just just go about it the right way. You know, one of the things I hear from coaches, and this is more like the the little league level and, and the soccer level and. One of the difficulties I hear this over and over: it's not teaching the kid; it's the parent in the stands. Oh, yeah. And you know, oh, yeah. I, and I think sometimes it, it's the parent living through the child. And uh, I love the little story of, of a kid playing little league baseball, and his coach took them over and said, "Now listen, you know, we don't get mad at the umpire." And the kid said, yeah, "I understand." And we don't say bad words. I understand. We we don't throw a fit. And he said, "I understand." Go up there and tell you that to your mom. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, I, I've not only seen it. Uh, I don't. I don't think I've ever said any bad words. But you know, I've, I've been a parent in the stands watching my own kids. I've, you know, I've thought a few things about referees before, and even said some things to the referees during the game before. And and then when I did it, I was like, well, that's not something I should have said, you know. So yeah, you you just got to be aware of that. Yeah, and you got to look at the big picture because sure. again, it's one game. It's right, one game, right. but your child who sees you blowing up in the stands, uh, they may remember that for a long, yeah. long time, and that's, that's, that's something that's really important. Well, this is Wednesday, and we're wrapping up our VBS tonight, and we're re- really glad that uh, you could be with us this week. Why don't you just give us a little highlight of your final lesson here tonight? Well, of course, yeah, I'm going to uh, tonight. I'm, I'm, uh, probably of all the lessons that we've talked about this week, this is a lesson tonight that most excites me because we're going to talk about the, we're going to answer the question uh, when Jesus comes back will he really find faith uh, that's what what he asked that's the question he asked at the end of a parable in Luke 18 and we're going to look at that tonight but we're going to look at it from a little different angle uh, we're going to cover some things that relate to providence prayer and then ultimately we're going to answer some questions about faith that I think will be uh, important for all of us to think about this entire uh, series it started Sunday morning and went through Sunday night Monday Tuesday and Wednesday our VBS has been on faith and it's really been some great lessons some challenging lessons for all of us they're all found on our website and we encourage you to go back and to listen to them or to watch them Kenny has done just a fantastic job of teaching us this is the most fundamental thing about our walk with Jesus is faith and that's where it begins and that's what's most important is our faith in Jesus and so we really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us today Kenny as we've gone through I think the world of sports and the Christian faith is something we don't talk about enough I think there needs to be more bridges there as people deal with that I think sometimes we we leave our faith out at the ball field we, we don't think that that involves that but it does involve that and how we treat one another and how we are to be are to be lights into the world. So thank you for joining me. We, we really appreciate you uh, being with us. We appreciate all of our listeners who are with us on our podcast today as we think about this week at Charlestown Road. We look forward to Sunday. It's the best day of the week. If you can, come and join us. Thank you.